You're listening to 20XX, a game-by-game podcast for the Mega Man series. This podcast is made possible by the Hot-Blooded Challenger Club. To learn more about the Hot-Blooded Challenger Club and how you can listen to this show three months in advance, visit hotbloodedchallenger.club. That's hotbloodedchallenger.club. Enjoy the show! This is 20XX, a game-by-game podcast for the Mega Man series. I'm your host, Kyle Von Kubik, and I'm joined, albeit with a distance of at least six feet, Keith the Robo-Duke. Ahoy! I always hate to, like, timestamp the show, but uh, shit is so wild right now. You, you would agree, things are pretty wild right now. Thing, things are wilder than... I think they've ever been. At least so. in my lifetime, uh, for, for certain. I, 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 but I, I think that we would be doing a disservice if we didn't at least acknowledge how buck wild shit is right now. So other people know that, you know, they're not alone and uh, we're, we're experiencing it too. We're all having our hardships, but uh, we got to keep our chin up. And like I've been expressing to uh, my son, who's about to turn four, uh, there are many forces in this world, seen and unseen, that destroy. But it takes no talent to destroy anything. Uh, It's from the dawn of time, there's been plenty of different forces that destroy things. Um, It takes real talent and and strength and leadership to create. I think it's everyone's duty uh, to to be that force of positivity uh, and creation and keep progress moving. You know, admitting that it is a scary time and a hard time right now. So I want to yeah, thank everybody it's... for listening to the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right, Kyle. It's a very, a very scary time. We've got strange robots crash landing to earth uh, <laughs> filled with dark energy that they're trying to protect the universe from. And our dear friend Mega Man has been caught up in the mix. So we got to keep our chins up. That's right. Uh, <laughs> we're talking about Mega Man 8 this episode. Funny enough, this is the eighth episode of 20XX. You would think there's some sort of correlation between uh, the episode number and the game that we're reviewing. Yeah, that's going to get thrown off at some point. I'm sure it is. Uh, so yeah, Mega Man 8, a.k.a. Rockman 8 Metal Heroes. <laughs> I guess it's like because they're robots. I mean, I guess, because I guess they're speaking to Mega Man, Proto Man, and our our new robot, who I'm sure we'll be seeing so much of in the future, uh, Duo, who is a robot from space. Yes. Uh, let's not jump ahead too much. I do want to talk about Duo, though, because he is strange. Like, that whole, the story in this game is, is odd. 
um, because it introduces things and then it brushes them away and it's like, nah, let's go back to the tropes we all remember about Wiley being a dick. Uh, yeah, yeah, it kind of plays it safe, but mm-hmm. um, I don't blame it. But to start from the top, this game did come out uh, in 1996, late December 17th in yeah. Japan and January 1997 in North America. Yeah, and if you're new a, to uh, this... A, hmm? Almost a synchronized release. You know, gone yes. are the days of waiting two, three years for a Japanese release to come to North America. And the reason why is because this game was such a big deal for its time because this was the 10th anniversary of the Mega Man series. Um, I remember when this game came out, it came out with an anthology book that was celebrating all uh, seven previous titles and had really great artwork inside and talked about, you know, the Mega Man franchise. Although I will point out that inside that anthology book, there might have been reprints, but the first print has a misprint where the Mega Man, I believe six Robot Masters are where the Mega Man 7 are and vice versa. So they swapped those two uh, rogues gallery. But that, that's why I really enjoyed this uh, anthology book as a kid was because uh, anime, anime in the 90s, Keith, there's a big sensation sweeping America, Japanimation. Uh, I yeah, was this on was, that uh, boat, and like just seeing the these beautiful illustrations of these characters in my my Dragon Ball Z style that I love so much from Toonami, uh, really just got my engine purring. <laughs> yeah, this was uh, my freshman year of high school. Yep, me when too. this game came out, yeah, and it it being the tenth anniversary of Mega. Man. I remember it said right on the cover of the the PlayStation game, Mega Man tenth anniversary edition mm-hmm. i i believe it had in the little corner when this game released and speaking of anime this was the year i discovered my love of uh japanese animation when a friend lent me a vhs copy of vampire hunter d oh boy that was that and ninja scroll i think were my first and i don't remember which i saw first yep that was my that was my other first was but i was ninja like scroll. there can be boobies and cartoons this is my new favorite thing <laughs> <laughs> oh god yeah i was like what i like got the vhs from a friend watched it in my basement in my little hangout space on my old yeah. like original vhs from childhood uh it ate a bit of the tape and i was like oh, had to boy. give it back to my friend and be like it oh, got a little no. messed up in the beginning oh, i'm no. sorry i had to watch it on my old one because I, I couldn't watch this in front of my parents hey, see the not for kids sticker on there hey kids hey kids imagine paying 80 dollars for a vhs tape to watch uh, maybe 60 minutes worth of anime. Imagine, I think, how, how much is a, a Crunchyroll subscription? Uh, Crunchyroll's free if you'll watch ads and watch okay. the anime at, like, a lower quality. Okay, what's premium? Like, $10 a month. Oh, okay. So, maybe. So it ima- might be, like, 6 or 7 So, imagine might if not Crunchyroll charged you $80 to watch two episodes of Dragon Ball in a really shitty resolution that's what we got yeah or i would spend yeah like thirty dollars for a couple episodes fan subbed oh real shitty resolution but hey sometimes you got the japanese commercials in there and that was always amazing always a treat but yeah this was like the height of the i love the i love the term back then japanimation no one was really (laughs) the anime some people were saying it. some people weren't so like the hip kids were saying it but like, you yeah. know, the, the early oh, weeboos man. didn't really know yet, but they just liked it, you know? Um, it was the best. I remember all the, the trailers like manga, state of the art, Japanese animation. 
but no, 96 was a huge a huge year i think for a lot of people in our generation kyle because sure um, sure i wish i could go I back like, to that time keith yeah <laughs> it was so, but, uh, so much simpler actually no then. oh god my freshman year of high school was horrible. yes yes it, it was it was hard oh, it, i do remember mine was that. oh dude i anybody out there if you happen to be a young kid in high school getting bullied i know people say it gets better it gets better. Don't oh, worry. without a doubt. Without it a doubt. totally does. They will be some of the worst moments in your life, quite possibly. Well, it's interesting. But it will you, get better. You bring up the high school thing because the the way I got to play Mega Man Eight was, and I, I've talked about this on this show and other shows I've been on th- throughout the years. Um, you know, I, I wasn't uh, afforded the opportunity to get a lot of games. So I got my PlayStation by breaking my wrist, uh, helping my brother, saving my brother from falling off of a, uh, like one of these old 1960s jungle gyms, you know, the steel and concrete type. Yeah. And uh, my mother thought I was, you know, just trying to get out of, I don't know, chores or whatever until she saw that my wrist was ballooned up like five times its size the following day felt terrible and brought me to comp usa immediately after getting a cast to get me the playstation so i ended up burning uh that demo disc for probably about six months so i didn't get have a lot of playstation games the long and short of it is it would have 96 was was the year of uh the big the big boom for playstation i don't know if i got one that year i had a friend who had one, so I played them a lot. Yeah. But uh, just just to put this into perspective for everyone, Mega Man X3 also came out in 1996 yes. on the Super Nintendo. Yes. Which would which be the last X title. Buck Wild Capcom was. <laughs> just, yeah, they were all over the place. They're still being I mean, Capcom, you know? <laughs> yeah, Capcom still being Capcom, doing their thing. But to think about this, so we've got Mega Man X3 on the SNES. Other titles that came out in 1996... Oh Resident wait! Before Evil. you talk about Ooh. before you talk whoa, about whoa, whoa, what whoa. came out in 1996, the way I got to play Mega Man 8 was because I had moved uh, and I started a brand new school district for my freshman year of high school. So I was friends with nobody. Uh, so I ended up actually. I, I take that back. This was my freshman year. This was my tenth grade year. I'm a, a year older than you, right? I, I, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so, so this was tenth grade, but still, I had no fucking friends. Um, I was hanging out with, at lunchtime, this this kid, Blake, uh, genius kid. This kid, you hear about these kids, oh, he graduated a year early. No, this kid graduated a year and a half early. Like, legit genius kid. Um, but because of his intellect, you know, he didn't have a lot of friends or whatever. We bonded over talking about video games and PlayStation and Mega Man. And he said there's a new Mega Man game came, that came out. It's Mega Man 8. Would you like to borrow it? And I was like, yeah, I'd love to do that. So he brought it in. He let me borrow it. I played it. I played it. And then, you know, time went on. I didn't beat it uh, at the time. And uh, I said, hey, do you want that game back? No, no, give it to me when you beat it. So, you know, I, I got that. I got another PlayStation game start playing. Then I realized, hey, I never gave Blake back his game. So I saw so him at school. I'm like, hey, I got to bring you back your game. And he goes, no, you gave it back to me. I was like, really? I don't remember. Getting it. He's like, yeah, you gave it back to me. And so I went home. I looked through my collection. Sure enough, I didn't have it. So I was like, oh, that's odd. I do not remember giving this kid his game back. So a couple years go by, and I believe the PlayStation 2 came out. And, you know, the the PlayStation games are just given away at this point. So I'm like, hey, there's the uh, Greatest Hits edition of Mega Man 8. Let me pick that up because I really enjoyed it. 
So I picked that up and playing it. I, I, that's when I beat it. And, you know, I ha now have the game myself. Well, sure enough, I start moving things around and I find Blake's copy of Mega Man 8. So up until last year, I had two copies of Mega Man 8. Uh, sorry, oh, Blake, Jesus. I eBayed both. <laughs> and yours went for a little bit more because it had an anthology book. Damn. But uh, that's... yeah, that's how I got to play this game is because this very uh, um, charitable young man uh, who was a certifiable uh, genius let me borrow his copy of Mega Man 8. So that's my little story. So tell me, Keith, what other games were uh, the new hotness in 1996? Well, in 1996, just as I said, I wanted to put in perspective. Uh, yeah. Forever. That's so crazy, dude. I have a story like that, too, but it deals with another game that actually came out this year, Super Mario RPG. I borrowed mm. uh, from a family friend once and had it for probably 20 years Whoa. until I ran into this kid at a LARP. Wow. And I hadn't seen him in 20 years. And he was there, saw him in character, didn't tell him it was me until the end. And he was like, and it came up like days later. He's like, do you still have my copy of Mario RPG? And I was like, yeah, and I begrudgingly kind of gave it back. But I knew once I, I knew once I saw him, yeah. I was gonna have to give it back to him. And he sold that shit for like ninety dollars loose on eBay. Uh, I think that one's really only, yeah, maybe you never know. I know at but, the height uh, it, it would go for that. I don't know what it goes for now. I, I'm going back yeah, to when yeah. I sold off most of my stuff. Yeah, it. Um, but yeah, Ma so Mario RPG, uh, Super Mario RPG. Uh, loved, yeah. loved, loved that game. Nineteen ninety six. Yeah, we got Pokemon Red and Blue that year. Mm -hmm. The Nintendo sixty four and Super Mario sixty four came out that year, and a bunch of other games no one cared about on that system. Uh, <laughs> Qu Quake, Tomb Raider, Dead or Alive, Duke Nukem three D, Kirby Superstar Saga, mm. uh, Donkey Kong Country three, Diablo, Elder Scrolls two, Daggerfall. Like this is a year that like. Core, like coursed video games for the next 20 this is it, uh when people ask me the best year and i have been asked this question what what, what error or, or um you know uh, console generation do you think was the best and i always cite 95 96 as being the best years for just being a fan of video games you got had the 8 bits you could still, you know, it was accessible. It was cheap. 16-bit is blowing up, but it's it's waning now because the 32-bit era is coming in. So you could get the 16-bit games on the cheap. I remember I picked up, uh, in 1996, I picked up Super Punch-Out for the Super Nintendo for $5 at an, like, what is it called? Job Lot? One of these. That's nuts. Yeah, like, this was a great time to be a video game fan. There was no internet uh, where there were auction sites where people were trying to scam you or or jack up the prices on inventory or whatever. It was just it was a great time where it's like, oh, the last generation that's garbage, give it away, and you could literally pick up games for five and ten dollars that were triple A titles in the previous generation. I oh, love yeah, this, this era the time of gaming. I, picked, I think this was around the time I picked up uh, Final Fantasy two. Mm. which was five on SNES and found it kind of frustrating and I think sold it off and did and very annoyed at myself for doing that to this day because I'm pretty sure it was a full inbox copy. I got really cheap. Oh, boy. Yeah, because everybody was like, fuck this. We got Sui Coden now and Final Fantasy VII's coming out in a year, you know? Like, yeah. people didn't give a crap. But as much as we love uh, to deter, Mega Man 8, uh, 
I feel like this is another introduction to Mega Man in the way we said Mega Man 7 is an introduction to the next generation. Sure, yeah, this is Mega Man in the 32-bit era, although we talked a lot about the PlayStation. It initially came out on the Sega Saturn. Oh, yeah, I was looking into that, and I was like, are we going to talk about that? Do you have some info on that? Because I I didn't look into that too much. I, I have a little bit of info. Here's the thing. I don't have a Sega Saturn. Um emulating it is just starting to get easy i have uh seen comparisons between what are the differences between uh the two games one on the playstation the other on the saturn the playstation is more polished than the saturn talking about like the sprite work but Mm -hmm. um and i guess it's debatable as far as who has what and what they think is better some people say that it controls better, it's tighter on the Saturn. I see no problem with the controls in this game. Unlike 7, where Mega Man felt kind of awkward, this game is definitely a slower tempo than what you would expect from a Mega Man game and what would come later from a Mega Man game. But it it all works within the universe that it builds on this game. So I don't mind it that it's a little bit of slower. No, game. I think it can yeah, I think it controls well. I think it just it takes a lot of cues from Mega Man X. Definitely takes and a Mega lot Man of Mega Man X. Yeah. Slowed down his movement a little bit, slowed down the action a little bit, and this game took a lot of cues from Mega Man X, and I think to its benefit over Seven. What I will sure. what I will say about the Saturn is, it's still a celebration of Mega Man. It's still a celebration of that tenth anniversary, and it it does something that I wish was in the PlayStation game, where it nods back to Mega Man One and Two, a part of that celebration. So it doesn't just feel like an introduction into the 32-bit era because on the Saturn version, there's an optional battle with Cutman and then there is a uh, another battle with Woodman that you have to uh, do. Yeah, and they have like whole scenes. Like yeah. there's a whole script I saw online with those scenes. So they, they interact with each other and talk with each other too and yeah. I guess recognize that uh, they both exist. And just to the point of that celebration... Is this not the best intro to a Mega Man game ever? Because oh my it's gosh. totally animated you. It's so Japanese animation. I know everybody dunks on the voice work uh, in this game. And it's understandable because it's absolutely horrible. Dr. Huawei. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> we'll drop in a few of those throughout the show. <laughs> Let's hear your oh, impression. God, yeah. Oh, my Dr. Wily? Please. Yeah, everyone's heard my Mega Man. Hurry, Mega Man. We have to get to Dr. Wily in the Wadar Womb. Why do I have to fight you, Bass? We don't have to be enemies. Uh, yes, you fucking do. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, yeah, he was made by Dr. Wily specifically to fight you. I'm pretty sure he's programmed just to fight you. Yes, the intro. Like, that's literally all he's... God, he's a waste in this game. Bass. Yeah, what is there? Bass. One battle with him, right? At the end. And and it's kind of a repeat of the battle in 7. Well, and this like is little... uh, what I wanted to touch on, is that, yes, it, it is an introduction, but for me, and I, I think you'll agree, is that this feels like Mega Man 1 to Mega Man 2, whereas Mega Man 2 took the ideas of Mega Man 1 and polished them up and made a better game. I feel like Mega Man 8 took the ideas of Mega Man 7, polished him up, and made a better game. Not that 7's a bad game, just eight's a better revision of those ideas with the store, with the upgrades and the bolt economy, with the new power-ups for Rush, um, with the uh, 
I, I have trouble with the boss designs in this game because I don't think they're really all that inspired. But it took the idea of making interesting boss battles and then amping that up a little bit more in Mega Man 8. And it, it just it felt good. And then I do agree with you as far as controls are concerned. Definitely takes a lot of cues from Mega Man X, which was the, the smart thing to do. Yeah, it 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 plays so much better than that. They do take out E tanks and M tanks in this game. Yeah. So your only uh, ability or we- only way to get health back is from that uh, rush ability where he oh and goes across the top of the screen and just poops out all sorts of power ups. Yeah, that's that is his his abilities. I enjoyed. They are strange. Um, yeah, that's the only one I used. I only used that. Like the motorcycle ability no doesn't use for seem that to motorcycle. really have any spots to use it. I think uh, he does have the like sniff out special ability, but like I never knew where to use that. Yeah, you need an FAQ to know how to use the um, rush search correctly to find anything worth anything. Um, yeah, the motorcycle I believe I used in Frostman stage prior to. The snowboarding segments, which are, are probably the only thing I did not enjoy about this game. Yeah, that's that is some battle toads level bullshit. Yeah, Frostman's bad enough, but then the first level of Wily's Castle is uh, very difficult without <sighs> save states. <laughs> yeah, that was my hurdle. Sure, that. that w- that was literally where I stopped for like weeks and was like, I'm not doing this. I'm batting my head against the fucking wall right. trying to get through this. And it wasn't until hours ago that I was like, I'm, I'm doing this. I'm going to finish this because I don't have my save states anymore. Right. I'm, I'm on I'm on checkpoints, as we discussed uh, for Mega Man uh, 7. So every time I would fall, I start that whole run all over again. Yeah. Every time. Yeah, that, that can be it a little was, discouraging. And I, yeah, and I can't imagine trying to take save states in the middle of that. It starts getting so fast. It, like, no, to even be well, able to reload a state and recover in time, like, that's got to be hard as hell, too. It, it is. Uh, I did it. <laughs> and you have to have your little PlayStation Classic sitting on your lap so you can hit that stupid reset button because that's the only way to yeah. save a state. Um, but, yes, it beca- and it's because... You have to learn the stage to know where you can even save state because there is a delay as far as when you load up that save state again. So the game starts playing before you're actually in control watching what's happening. So you have to kind of know where the safe zones are. So, yeah, it it's a battle to get through. Um, yeah, it, 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 it was really bad. I found like there were some latency issues, like with how control, how slow he controls. Like I'd be like, I hit jump. I hit fucking jump. Why didn't he jump? Like, I swear I hit the fucking jump, jump button. Jump, and, jump, jump. Oh, God. And that <laughs> jump, jump, slide, 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 jump, jump. I want a super oh cut of, of that voiceover. Just like three hours of that jump, slide, jump, slide with <sighs> look, look. Look from Mega, from a uh, Pac-Man Two: The New Adventures. Oh my God! And yeah. Drive somebody insane. Cool. Yeah, they throw Navi in. Hey, listen! Hey, listen! Jump, jump, slide. <laughs> look, look, look! Oh God! Oh, it's so bad. And and and, and I can't fault it because this game, uh, you know, tries to introduce a lot of new mechanics. We have you know the mm-hmm. little uh, the bump the enclosed bubble floating sequences in the Tango yes. Man stage. Yes. And the Tango Man stage also has the uh, the cool side scrolling shooter parts, which are like oh, really boy. cool. Like yeah. that like that's some of the best parts of this game, I think, is the the side scrolling shooter with power ups like 
uh, Auto with the rocket launcher mm-hmm. and B and stuff like Eddie. that. I think. <laughs> yeah, and Eddie actually being useful and launching grenades out of his head, yeah. like Eddie, dude. Why weren't you coming with me on my adventures before and doing this yeah. bullshit? I like uh, like you had bombs in there. I like whenever you take a character from a platformer and throw it into uh, throw them into a shooter, uh, a yeah, la did, uh, Super Mario in Super Mario Land. I wish that this oh, God Mario Land needs a new. I want a new Mario Land. Mario, I want them to yeah. go back to that. Yeah, sure. Uh, that oh. in that strange world with the uh, Easter Island heads chasing after you. Th- this game with the shooter, uh, much better shooter section. Feels like a real shooting game, and I kind of wish there was some branch off or spinoff of this as it's all. Come on, we got Mega Man Soccer. We got Mega Man in kart racing. Give us a Mega Man shooter, yeah, man. That, that'd be a lot of fun. I don't see how they haven't, and speaking to that, so this will be the last mainline Mega Man game. Oh. Uh, that that we are ever talking about. No. <laughs> <laughs> We're done. <laughs> We're done. Thank you for it's your donations. Over. They weren't enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> oh, God. That's staying oh, in the show. I hope it made everybody smile. Oh, God. Oh, God. If you know, it really did. Um... Yeah, there will. Uh, so, nineteen ninety six. It's a long not another main before the next game. Yeah, yeah. not till two thousand eight. Twelve years. Don't skip ahead Until, now, Keith. Not, Don't skip ahead. Wait, not twelve years. What am I saying? Ninety six, <laughs> eight. Yeah, twelve years. What do you mean? Don't skip ahead. Well, I'm saying well, we're not talking about nine yet. We're talking about eight. But yes, you're right. This is this will. That's be... That's what I'm saying. Yeah, the next one's not going to be until twelve years later. Another mainline Mega Man game, but. As you were speaking to all these other Mega Man titles, there will be at least 35 other Mega Man games that oh are going to be released between now and Mega Man 9. Hey, kids, do you like Battle Networks? <laughs> you got to get a yeah, lot of those. <laughs> yeah, I, I tried to count as many as I could because there's Japanese-only games. Mm-hmm. There were Wonderswan games. We'll have There's Game Boy Advance games in that era. There's the weird uh, RPG that came out on GameCube and PlayStation 2. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, two generations later, well, we'll have another Mega Man game, but it's going to be a Mega Man game that tries to be a Nintendo game. So yeah, yeah. you got to go back to like go said, forward. Don't skip ahead. We'll save save those thoughts for next episode. I've never touched it. That's the thing, oh, man. Okay. I don't I don't have any thoughts because okay. I've never played nine or ten. Well, I, did, I've played eight in high school. Did you play the, the Mega Man game that came out a year later in uh, December nineteen ninety seven? Which one? Mega Man Legends. Oh yeah, Mega Man Legends, which came out a year later. Actually, now, now after were, this were you a big Legends fan? I do. Okay. I actually have a, a I have an inbox copy of Mega Man Legends. I picked up uh, some years ago because I saw it at a thrift, uh, like a thrift mart or something. And oh, I was cool, like, cool. I need that. Yeah. Well, if we expand this I, podcast I, a little further past the uh, main, you know, series, the uh, the core series, mm. we might touch on the Mega Man Legends games. I do need to go back because at the time I did get this game, Mega Man Legends. Uh, I think it was a few years after it came out, but I just it didn't hook me. I didn't. I think it was probably because of my hangups of like, this isn't a Mega Man and this isn't what I'm expecting a Mega Man to be. Um, and now recently, I've done a uh, few hours. Uh, I've invested into the uh, Misadventures of Trombon. And uh, I really like that game. So now I don't yeah, know if... Yeah, it's a fun if, looking game. You showed me some of that. Yeah, if in hindsight... Maybe I'll enjoy Mega Man Legends more. I really, I have not touched it since probably 1998. 
So, and I never saw, you know, I, because I didn't see the appeal of it, I kind of skipped out on all of that, that whole series, but I'd be interested to visit again. Um, Mega Man. Yeah, I didn't like, I didn't like Legends 2. Uh, if we do talk about one, I have some high school stories actually about Mega oh, great. Man Legends 1. Great. Yeah, yeah. That would, that was a, that, that, that was quite a year, but yeah. to ring it in as you were trying to do. Oh, yeah. So Mega Man 8, unlike Mega Man Legends, is still a, uh, and we didn't say this, I guess it was, it's just kind of assumed because it, it always has been. It's a sprite based 2D, I wouldn't even say it's 2.5D, it's a 2D platformer or shoot, you know, action game where you're shooting and jumping around. Uh, there is some use of polygons in the background and in some of the, uh, I don't want to say cutscenes because the cutscenes are all anime, but those those uh, interlude scenes where like you got a weapon and you see this kind of weird CGI looking <laughs> dated yeah, that's Mega the only Man place powering up. Yeah, yeah, that's the only place we ever see that weird 3D rendered uh, Mega Man. Looks he looks very Donkey Kong Country there. It's yes, definitely a yes. rendered animated image. We'll get back to Donkey Kong Country because I have some uh, I have some thoughts about Donkey Kong Country with a certain uh, improvement uh, onto this game. Yeah, but uh, you were saying I feel like they um a lot of the stuff we said was missing from Mega Man Seven. Mm. The scrolling backgrounds, like just that little bit more they could have added. Yeah, it went into this game. Yes, and like I, it's it's known that Sony was pretty much hard asses when it came to sprite-based games coming onto their platform. Um, they didn't want any. They really pushed back on Konami with uh, Symphony of the Night. I'm sure they pushed back on Capcom with this game. Maybe that's why it ended up being on the Saturn first. Sony wanted exclusive things, and they wanted polygons in their games. And I think that's why we got some of the polygon play in this game, and that's why you got the polygon play in Castlevania Symphony of the Night with the fucking coffin that would go around uh, Alucard. <laughs> There's like, that's the concession. It's like, there, there's your polygons. But the polygons are mostly used in the background, and that's to um, the game's benefit. Because unlike a lot of games that came out in 1996 for the PlayStation, visually this one still holds up. I will say that um, while the, the sprites are very similar to 7, there's some sort of like... I would describe candy-coated coloring about everything in this game, where the Mega Man's always been a very bright game as far as the color choices, but there's the palette that's being used in this game with everything, to me, just feels very candy-coated. I get like a Easter candy vibe off of most of the stages. It is kind of pastels. It's it's very soft colors, but it's still very colorful. Yeah. I think the the kind of uh cartoon nature of Mega Man 7 feels a little toned down mm-hmm. in this. I mean, even the models themselves don't seem as like wide or flat. I mean, Roll has a new model. She's looking like she's even like aging or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um but even Mega Man is a little bit uh more lean. In this, he's not as uh, chunky as his previous models. He's very boyish. Uh, were yeah, he is, but it uh, he seems more teenage boyish than like preteen boyish, right. I guess. Uh, this model, but it is it is yeah, everything does look like you could pick it up and eat it, especially like that opening beach level. Like everything looks sort mm. of candy coated. Yeah, the way everything looks. It does introduce that soccer ball, which is uh, useful for that first stage, and that's about it. <laughs> Yeah, it's useful for that first boss and then one boss in the Wily Fortress. Right. And that's it. 
Otherwise, I don't think I used it once. Uh, it is fun to use against that big hermit crab uh, boss. In the beginning, that, sure. Uh, it you... makes you think you're going to use it a lot more than you have to use it in the game. Aside from the bad voice acting in Mega Man 8, what do you think about the the uh, music offerings? Oh, it's, you know, with the music in these games, it's it's really hard, I think, to top everything that's come before it. Mm-hmm. Like, Certainly, yeah. The sound of Mega Man is an eight-bit sound. Okay. I think that's that's just to me. That's kind of how it's always been. Like I don't like I love Mega Man X. Sure, they're great games. I love Mega Man X Four. I think Mega X Four is one of the strongest ones in the series. I love that game. Yeah. But I don't go. Oh, I love Launch Octopus's music. Right. Or like, right. oh, I love Frost Walrus's music. Mm-hmm. You know. But like. I love Metal Man's music. Snake Man's music is sure, a fucking sure. banger. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have that with this game. I'm, it's not bad, right. but there's just something to be to be said about those classic titles. And I think the soundtrack's way better than Mega Man 7. I think Mega Man 7 is one of the most bland since... What was the one you said? 5 was the one you didn't really like? Uh, or was it 4? No. F- no, you said 4 is actually the secret strongest. For, for me, still, to date... Uh, Mega Man 4 has the best soundtrack of the games we've played so far. Now, Mega Man 4, in my opinion, and boy, uh, did I get in trouble for voicing that opinion on Reddit recently. But yes, Mega Man 4 is the weakest uh, of the franchise, in my opinion. Yeah, oh my goodness. Forget it. I'm not even going to get into it. Really? People think that's a good Mega Man game? Let me tell you something. I I deleted it immediately because I'm not going to get doxxed over fucking Mega Man. (laughs) So... (laughs) And I, and, whoa, and I caught shit for thinking Mega Man 2 was better than 3, and there are people out there who are fighting for 4. Yeah, that's not the hill I would die for, uh, on rather, but I would say that the the soundtrack uh, in Mega Man 4 is my favorite to date. Mega Man 8 has this 1996 sensibility about its soundtrack, which is the techno remix EDM era of the 90s. Yeah. And it's just, it's that. And that's okay, and it's good, but I had a lot of difficulty finding a favorite. And I did find two favorites, but they're on the Saturn, which is uh, Cutman Stages and, and, and Woodman Stages music, because they're techno remixes of their music from the NES games, which brought me back to downloading music off Napster. And what did I download? A ton of techno remixes of whatever... Uh, like the Speed Racer theme, techno remix. Like that's the crap I would listen to in the '90s. So when I heard yeah, oh, those dude, two that's... themes, I'm like, these are my two favorite themes. Um, can we, can we, can we, can we hear, can we hear a little bit of let's that? Get, let, we... Let's get a little taste right here.
So they're really good. And Keith, Keith yeah, slaps, yeah. man. I haven't Keith, listened to those before. Keith just got that taste right now, and uh, he's enjoying mm. it now. As far as this, yeah, just like that, that just like that remix in Mega Man Seven in the Robot Museum. Those old tracks, man. Right. What did I say? There's right. something about those arrangements. It, Mega Man to me is very much butt rock and. Like, that's what it is normally, right? But that kind of went away after the 8-bit era. Yeah, it, got, it definitely has the 96 techno, it's the future, guys, internet, class of 2000 kind of uh, a thing going on. But, I mean, b- besides that, it's not the weakest point in the no. game. I think we've discussed the weakest point, which is the Battletoad stage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, beyond that... Robot Masters, all fantastic, I think. I think the designs, like you said, are a little... They don't feel as classic. Right. I I, I, I think a few of them do. I think Hydro Man perfectly fits in. I think it's because of his, his... It's because the eyes. Aquaman, you they mean? do a lot of different stuff. Aquaman, yes. sorry. Yeah. Uh, 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 p- sorry. Yeah, Keith, I can't believe you mixed up... The, I can't believe the, I mixed up another water guy. Fluid water guy. <laughs> oh, my God. And I love his little intro where he sprays. Oh, that's the thing that, yes. as, as was in the last game with the kick-ass intros yes. for all of the Robot Masters, every single Robot Master has a super awesome intro in this right. game. Every single one. And they all have the worst, most endearing voice lines, as we mentioned before. <laughs> right? Me and my friend, oh my, me and my friends laughed our our fucking asses off listening to these over <laughs> and over again when we played this. We thought they were the funniest things in the fucking world. Oh, I love it. I'm Aquaman. And then like, oh God, I wish I could think of any of the weird things. See you in my they... dreams. That's one. Oh, of them. that's why I always said, see you in my dreams. Yeah, like, sassy. it's like very kind of like Aquaman's a little, uh, you know, he, I think he digs on Mega Man a little bit. <laughs> He does spray a rainbow in there with his mist. That's okay. I'm all for it. Hey, that's fine. I t- I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I'm just reading the signs. Baby. I took in some liberties with uh, Plant Man recently with the uh, 20 double X design. So whatever floats my boat. Yeah. Uh, I-, I am interested to see who who gets picked out of this rogues gallery because there yeah. there's to me there's no really like obvious winner. Um. Tengu Man is no. interesting, kind of looks like a bird, kind of feels out of place because of his Animorphs look. He looks like he belongs in an X game. Um, Astro Man's interesting. He's one of these interesting boys who, like, doesn't have legs and he floats around. Yeah, he to me looks like he should just be, like, an enemy, though. Like, there's something incomplete about him that just looks like a base enemy in a level. Yeah. Uh, Sword Man... Very uninspired to me. I'm I'm not a fan of Sword. Swordman looks like he was like a really old robot, like ancient Aztecs built or something. He looks like Junkman with a sword. Yeah, I do like his like split body thing. So mm-hmm. like you can imagine he was built for sword fighting. So if someone swings for his midsection, he's like, "Ha ha, got you, bitch." Oh, I didn't I even think one. about that. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, maybe they were thinking a little more into it. I don't know. Uh, Searchman having two heads. Our first two-headed robot master. Interesting, but. Like, interesting in the fact that he has two heads, but again, he just looks like Army Bot. And going back to your other point, <laughs> Army yeah, Bot. Going back Army to your Man. other point, he could just be a, like, that design could just be a baddie in a stage, you know? Oh, yeah. You could have made it, like, put Met helmets on him instead, right. and it's like a weird two headed uh, <laughs> Met. He could, he could have been Though, called Siamese Joe. <laughs> don't <make> that. <laughs> that would have been great. I, I He. 
I want to say, you know, jumping ahead a little bit, uh, his original character design sent in, he was designed by like a 10 year old. Yes, I, it's and, adorable. And I love that they picked that design to create a robot master out of. I, yeah. I love it. So the, it's, the it's end great. credits of the game, for the first time, you get a taste of what submissions look like for the contest that we've talked about throughout this podcast, where kids submit their ideas for Mega Man villains. And I guess... You know, we, we questioned this in the past. Were they just giving names or did they draw them? I guess they drew them because you see little kids' drawings and maybe older kids, too, because some of the drawings are, are very competent um, of the robot yeah, masters they... that won, you know, what their submission looked like. It, it's pretty neat. Yeah, and they actually show uh, through the rest of the credits some of the just other designs, ones that didn't get yeah. picked. And there are a surprising amount of two-headed robot masters people sent into this contest. Sure. So I'm glad they. Uh, I'm glad they picked the one that was scribbled out by like a ten year old. That makes me really, really happy. Uh, uh, some of them even look cooler than their uh, end up designs. Uh, Aquaman looks very intimidating in his original yes, design. Yes. Yes. Um, Clown Man is another uh, robot master in this game. Who uh, I you know that I, I like that because I like I like him. I like his design it, and I like his stage a lot. I, I think he's one of the stronger robot masters of this pack. Yeah, he has one of the best themed stages. Mm-hmm. Uh, once again, a smart reuse of old sprites from Mega Man Seven. We have the. Uh, what is the the super guts man robot and the uh the little stegosauruses yes. from Slash Man stage are there toys. as little toys? Yeah. Oh yeah, and little Ice Man from Mega Man One, like a little uh plushy Ice Man. What's uh, cool about Clown Man stage is it's all like carnival um themed. Mm-hmm. But the stage itself like- is a platform puzzle game where it's not really all about shooting, it's about like being on the right platform at the right time because in the background there's a clock tower where these little guys ring a bell and if you're on the wrong platform you get a boxing glove in your crotch and that's a bad thing to happen to you or some of the other platforms when the bell rings you'll fall through them and that can you you can end up in spikes or whatever so that was neat and what's neat about all the stages um, is that they're all specific to that robot master the theming is good but they yeah, do yeah we mentioned the flying pet yeah. yeah we mentioned the bubbles and the flying they do different things before. uh frostman obviously i like frostman's design too he looks like a gorilla which is neat his his body type is neat um he's he looks like he could kick Gut, gutsman's ass he looked like that's the type yeah. of size that he looks uh and his stage yeah i like that he seems to have like like he if you look his hands are actually like shovels yeah 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 so i like that they they really thought about like well if he's a snow guy he has to be able to pick up the snow and i love his intro he comes out like he's been building ice statues of mega man because he hates him so much yeah. so he can smash him yeah it's neat it's neat um yeah you have grenade Ugh. man eh okay you know another military guy mm, i don't know he I, I again they're fine their stages are fun their boss battles are fun it's just the, this rogues gallery in my opinion isn't the best of the series. And then finally Aquaman, who we've talked about a lot, but I want to talk about a stage because this introduces uh, swimming mechanics for Mega Man that feel so like similar to Donkey Kong Country when you're swimming. Oh yeah, totally. The I was wondering where you were going with that Donkey Kong Country. Looks thing. almost identical to DK swimming in the water. 
with Mega Man. Yeah, and this uh, this is the the only Mega Man game besides apparently Mega Man Three uh, for MS DOS where <laughs> Mega Man can swim. So anyone out there who has endured Mega Man Three for MS DOS, uh, kudos to you because I'm sure it's just as much garbage as the other Mega Man games sure. for DOS. Sure. Yeah. No. And the swimming cool. mechanic surprisingly works really well. Yeah, it does. It doesn't work bad. It was weird. I do remember jumping in the water at first and being like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah. What the? Hold up! Like, I forgot this was the thing in this game. This is, this is weird." But yeah, it feels very Donkey Kong Country, just very SNES era. Like while, while Se- Mega Man Seven feels like an early SNES era game, this PlayStation game feels more akin to a late SNES era game with a with extra polish and you know voice lines being. You know, this is one of the first games with voice acting, as we mentioned, too. Yeah, this is going to sound weird and, because it's like, I don't know, it's a weird way to say it, but it didn't feel, to me, it didn't feel like a uh, NES game so much as it felt like what I would imagine a Neo Geo Mega Man game being um, as a kid. Because, you know, when I think PlayStation, I think polygon marionettes uh, moving over pre-rendered backgrounds. I don't think of big, beautiful sprites. Just in my mind's eye. I know the game came out on the Saturn and the PlayStation. I know where it came from. But, like, the vibe I get is that. Is that whatever that opening for Neo Geo is. It's like, what does it say? 32 mega blops or whatever. It Yeah, I see what you're saying. I did not really make that connection. But it does have kind of a metal sluggy kind of feel to it, actually. Yeah, I yeah. Do. I, I, I it, appreciate it, it, you making it, that connection. <laughs> yeah no like i my brain like i know other people who play like it's such a video gamer term to be like the feel mm-hmm. of it mm-hmm. you know like anyone from the outside would be like what do you mean you f- how it feels mm-hmm. like you're not touching anything yeah. but yeah like the instant you said that my brain was like oh my god yeah like it really does kind of feel like a, a neo geo Mega Man game which yeah. i really want to see now yeah I want that. I, I always say notes. It gives me notes of this. It gives me notes of that. And I'm sure a lot of people are like, that's bougie or whatever when I do that. But that is how I think about games is like the little flavors that I get while I'm playing it. And for me, Mega Man 8, it gives me the flavor of Neo Geo. Yeah. Hey, look, if you need 10,000 hours to be an expert at anything, I'm an expert at video games like two times over. Okay. <laughs> so trust me when I say how it feels. Uh, <coughs> pardon me. That was gross. All right. Is a piece of your lung come up? Uh, yeah, a little COVID. Oh, cough. boy. Uh, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, listeners. I'm not making light of the situation. I'm Too sorry. late. I'm already I'm drinking bleach. <laughs> uh, Don't do that, kids. That That is not good. I'm sorry. Imagining you, like, guzzling bleach just made me, like, giggle because it was just in a very comical way. Sure. I would see you doing sure. it. It would be great. Um, but uh, beyond the, uh, the eight robot masters mm-hmm. uh we do get a little mid uh, way battle with duo which we didn't get into too much the whole point of this game is that duo was fighting with another evil robot yeah. well with an evil robot at space while duo was a good robot in space they have a giant climactic battle right. where duo destroys the bad guy containing his dark evil energy crash lands on earth where in the first stage wiley finds the crash duo steals the evil energy for himself Mm -hmm. puts it in the first four robot masters which you then have to collect the evil energy which duo then obviously shows up 
uh, to try to get from you. This is where you get all this story drop from Duo as the midway uh, boss. I love Duo's big fist. Sure. I really like that asymmetrical fist design he has mm-hmm. going on. I think it's really cool. Big punchy guy. Yeah. Um, and then the last four levels are you have to beat these four robot masters in these centers to break down the gate to get into Wily's castle. Because while after you beat Duo, Wily's castle is literally like two miles ahead of them. They're like, can't go there yet. Right. There's Wily's castle, but we got to go beat these other guys to shut down the gates. And then we can get inside and get Wily and the rest of the evil dark energy. This this is it's, it's a very anime game beyond just the the uh, cutscenes. Sure, story alone, just dark evil energy, the fate of the world. Like it's it's, it's always been that way, though, but like a lot of anime where it's just like we don't see that evil robot ever again. And you would assume no, you can look up pictures that the it. evil robot gets rebuilt by Wily or is controlling Wily or the evil energy is like. It really isn't Wily. Like, there's a lot of directions that this story could have gone, and instead it just leaned on, like, yeah, well, Wily's a dick, and he's just being a dick, and good luck, fight him. I just thought, like, Duo was an interesting-looking character, but wasn't all that interesting as a character. No, because I I feel like the way they should have done this or the way classic anime would have done it is like you said. You would have gotten to the end. Wily be like, now watch as I harness this dark energy. And the dark energy is like, no one can harness (laughs) me. And like takes over Wily's robot and like kicks him out of it. And the evil energy becomes sentient. And now you have to fight, you know, Wily's robot possessed by the evil energy of this uh, evil space robot. Like we don't even get a name for this guy, I think. Like, he doesn't even have He's a purple. name. He's Grimace. So, He's Grimace Spot in space. I, 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 there's apparently images of how he actually looks out mm-hmm. there, minus purple energy, so you can see what his design was, yeah. which makes me question why the fuck wasn't it in the game sure. then if you spent all that time designing him? Right. Um, don't know if this was just rushed at the end. Again, yeah, uh, not a pun. I don't know. <laughs> you know, um, I think they spent time with this because it – is the celebration? I think so too. It's a tenth anniversary. Right, it's a celebration. You... In fact, we we skipped over we skipped over the story because I feel like it's probably one of the weaker points of this game. Uh, although I love the cutscenes so much, I hate the voice acting like everyone else that does. But uh, it's it's deliciously it's, bad it, it, '90s dub. Sure. Um, but on the on the, <laughs> on the Saturn, uh, it it feels like more of a celebration because they actually have like bonus content where you can see drawings and schematics and things like you did with your anniversary collections that came out recently. Yeah, so that's neat that those, the legacy the, collections, yeah, the yeah. legacy collections, right, right, right. But um, you don't yeah. get that in the PlayStation version, which is a bit of a bummer. So I don't think anything about this was rushed per se. I just think maybe the story wasn't well thought out because at the end of the day, it's still a Mega Man game. Like that's what I was about to say. It's like, how are you going to do Mega Man's 10th anniversary and not have Wily be got to have Wily. You introduce yeah, proto man's in there for half a cup of coffee. Uh, He's done nothing. The last couple games, he just, well, except five, oh, mwah, Mega Man five. He said, um, thank you. yeah protoman just kind of shows up to help duo out like and help you out twice in his classic way it's about it It, it's almost like is protoman just so powerful that when he shows up the bad guy's like we're we're done protoman's here everybody back up i'm eating shit in a snowboarding stage i'd really appreciate if protoman is that strong to show up and just fucking hold my hand through it instead of dicking around (laughs) in the mountains and then talking to robots when i have my ass kicked in 
jump, jump, slide, slide, slide. slide. <laughs> oh, I like, I didn't even think of it until like my 30th run where I went, oh God, it's Battletoads. Yep. I went, it's Battletoads, yep. but like not nearly as hard. Cause I've never, I think I've gotten through the Battletoads thing like once never. in my I've life. Never, I've never done it. Maybe. I'm not even going to pretend. Nope. I might maybe I'm 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 saying a very foggy minded sure. maybe sure. I did that as a child at one point but um but the nice thing like about this that it's not battle toads so once you do get through that the rest is really good yeah power ups that cut down how long you have to do oh, your yeah. charge yeah. shot which is great uh beat is back mm-hmm. again yeah, you can buy all these different um, power ups using the bulk currency um what's interesting yeah, is there- so like depending on which bolts you yeah. get like you can't get all the powers right. so you kind of have to pick and choose what powers you want you can take. get every bolt in the game but you won't unlock everything uh-huh. i like the right i like that it's a customization kind of thing like everybody's mega man's going to be a little different. i like the fast charge i like the no recoil when you get hit that's nice so you don't get that pushback i kept that on because i'm so used to it oh well like, mm. I didn't want to get rid of it because I'm like, if I get rid of that, because I'm always adjusting when that happens. Gotcha. That I was like, I'm kind of used to the knockback. I don't want to get rid did of you, it. Did you use you know, the spread it would, shot? It would be like fixing Simon Belmont's jump. Got, yeah, I get that. I get that. Um, it, it changes the kinetics a little bit in the game. Yes, I agree. Yeah, the, it, it affects the feel for me. How about uh, the spread shot? Did you use that? No, I just used the traditional power shot. Uh, I actually... Once again, most of the Robot Masters, traditional power shot because I couldn't figure out the order and I definitely did them in the wrong Mm -hmm. order. Most of them traditional power shot. Uh, Second run in the gauntlet, used all the different powers so I could see all the cool animations, which they do once again. And Frostman cries like a little baby. (laughs) I do love how all the power-ups from the Robot Masters are like useful items for navigating stages they're not just used i forgot that yeah. too i was like there were points where i could have used the tornado mm-hmm. hold to like lift myself up and make some jumps to ladders easier instead i like tortured myself by falling in pits and going back to a checkpoint right. and doing it all over again so yeah they have that the swing from clown man which i really like uh the electro yep. claw grapple around thunderclaw thunderclaw Sorry, thund- yep. yeah and it's exactly what he does. Like, I like that. Yeah. He grabs that bar and swings around on his stage. So you get to do thi- uh, the same thing uh, to traverse in the level. Yep. Really like that. That's a great uh, new element. The uh, flame sword uh, is... Well, not even added. There's there's a bit of that in 7 where your abilities will affect the background. Right. But this but, is done better. Uh, so, Oh, yeah. definitely. It's because it was... It, was um, it is optional in this game too, but yeah, it just works better. Yeah. It, it, it just... Once again, like you said, from Mega Man 1 to Mega Man 2, same kind of thing going on here with Mega Man 7 to Mega sure, Man 8. Sure, sure. Um, yeah. uh, ju- just real quickly to wrap up, the, it ends a lot of the, in a lot of the ways you'd expect for a Mega Man game to end. You got your gauntlet. Uh, Yellow Devil returns, but he's green jello now. Uh, <laughs> not the band. And, uh, was, was and his weakness say. is still electricity, hint, hint. Uh, you do fight Bass, yeah. uh, whatever. It's pretty easy battle. He's, yeah, he just he shows really up He really feels like you. he's ham-fisted into this game. Just, like, again, you have this character. The whole game starts with him just fighting yeah. him. And, like, you said, being like, we don't have to fight. And he's like, sorry, Bass, gotta go do something else. And he's no, like, I'll get no, you. He, he doesn't say Bass, like, Keith. He definitely says Bass. Oh, he yeah, says Bass. Yeah, he calls him the oh. fish. 
throughout. That's what the voice acting is so shite. And it's like it it was one and done takes whether they were good or not. Howie Mega Man, you got to get to get the energy. It's like that's what you Better got. Man, good enough. You've got to get that energy. And the, the audio Howie. levels too are all over the place. We're like they're soft, and then they're hot, and then they're soft again. Anyway, uh, so yeah, the 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 recording in Capcom USA's uh, cubicles was not the best. <laughs> it was the utility closet. <laughs> yeah, they're just doing it off the mic on their Pentium, you know, their gateway. Well, Megan in accounting said she'd be Mega Man, so I think we should go that route. <laughs> <laughs> She said you don't have to pay her. She loves Mega Man more than anyone else. She did a great job. She did a great oh. job. Anyway, uh, so yeah. The, she, she did a decent the, the job. The final battle with Wily is, uh, again, with the goddamn reappearing, disappearing capsule. I'm sick of this. Yeah, even the first... It, it really is... All of his attacks, too, he does vary his attacks more in the disappearing ship, but it still is a combination of all attacks he's done prior yeah, like all his beam yeah. attacks he does are ones he's done in previous games, so it is an amalgamation of all I do of like that. His sprite. Uh, one of my favorite I think things. His sprite looks very good, and I yeah. like his in-game voice, not the cutscene voice, but his. He's very like Wario Waluigi. I'm gonna fuck your face, yeah. Mega Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! Yeah, Wiley. it's wild. Yeah. <laughs> he gets. He he would he would. <laughs> He's fucked yeah. robots. You know that man has. He he built he built a fuck bot. You oh know boy! At some point, that's a, that's getting, a load. It's getting man. late, folks. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's getting late. The beer's taking hold. I'm halfway done this strong dark ale. I like that battle because you can, the first half I like. You can figure it out. I like that when he charges up that beam, you can actually shoot it and stop mm-hmm. him from shooting the big large uh, beam at you. Once again, the game goes the, you real, you want to know what power works? It's the goofiest one. It's it's Aquaman's bubble. Actually, you yeah. shoot at Wily's face in there and actually does enough damage. Um, that goes back to lead bubble. Yeah, it's the classic ending, though, still. We've seen this ending before. Yeah, yeah. You beat Wily. He apologizes. Um, sadly, Mega Man this time isn't like, well, guess what, Wily? I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> Instead, he's just like, yeah, you've said this time and time and time again. Oh, here comes the well-cued dark. Here comes the cue of the dark energy to surround me and try to do something to me. And then I'm outside and Proto Man is like, hey, Duo said what up. That's uh, pretty much what happens. <laughs> it's a very weak. Yeah. For a game with like the coolest, like awesomest anime intro, what a weak yeah. ending. yeah. Like what a what a normal kind of Mega Man ending, which I will say once again, they couldn't go that far out of the box for the tenth anniversary. Yeah, and I think they thought this would be a lot of people's first Mega Man games. A uh, game like yeah. Seven, like yeah, yeah. I think like with Seven right. as well. It's a new generation. Granted, it's only two years later, yeah. but it's like the comic book philosophy where. Any issue could be someone's first issue. I just wish for a 10th anniversary, okay, well, this can be someone's first Mega Man game, but you could still make nods to all seven games that came prior. Um, And I wish that was left in the PlayStation version. From the Saturn. Yeah, Yeah, that would have been cool. I'm going to look those up because I I, I didn't look into any of those, but I would like to see what Cutman and Woodman look like in in this version because those designs are classic. There's just... You know what it is? It's like, man, it's it's almost the relation between like Transformers of the 80s and Transformers Michael Bay style. Mm, mm, yeah. 
You know, like you look at like Mega Man one through like six and you're like, there's, there's a, a continuity to the style yeah. of all the robot masters. They have flat colors. They're mostly humanoid shaped and eight's just like, this guy's a ball. <laughs> This guy's got balls for arms, like balls the video game, and he stretches. Hey, hey, hey! This guy this turns guy, into a. This guy turns into this a. This guy jet. has no he's, belly. He's literally, his a belly's missing. This guy's got no belly. Okay, and he's got a big old sword, <laughs> like the cloud strife guy you like so much, and he's gonna swing at you. Yeah, you like big swords, right? <laughs> Actually, this game came out first. It does. It does. It goes way off. But once I think that's because it took cues from Mega Man X. Yes. Yeah. Where. All the robot masters are very individual looking because they're all based on different animals. There's no real mold that they need to fit. And they do. Then that's what they did. They went outside the box with this one. And as far as I can tell, it may be the furthest they go outside the box. Yeah, we'll see. We'll we'll see. see. Okay, well, I got to go watch Tiger King with my wife and continue to quarantine. So uh, let's talk. (sighs) God, you're watching that. It's like a train wreck, dude. Like everyone's watching it. I can't. I don't like train wrecks. I'm not a fan. Hey, uh, are you into the Future Man? Have you ever watched that show, Future Man? No, I have Ooh, it on my that list. You will really enjoy. I, 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 I don't expect uh, Keith to enjoy Tiger King, but I do expect Keith to enjoy Future Man. That I, I think is definitely up your alley. I think you'll enjoy that very much. Yeah. For anyone else out there, if you do have Hulu, uh, Future Man's on there, so I got to delve into that. But, uh, if you haven't watched What We Do in the Shadows... Mm. Oh, yes. I need to. That, yes, oh. we talked about that. Yeah, if you've seen the movie, if you haven't seen the movie, see the movie, and then watch the TV show. It is vampire comedy. Two words. Vampire comedy. You would say, that's silly. No, it works, and it works beautifully. Hey, Keith. Hey, Keith. Hey, Keith. I would say, that? it sucks because of vampires. <laughs> that's what they do in the good yeah. way right they in the good the way shade man oh, style yeah. god how cool did shade man look in the intro to this yeah. game dude? when i saw the background come up with the haunted houses like i literally was like oh it's shade yeah. man like i was almost tearing up that, watching intro, that intro dude like that's awesome oh, it's so this is a great mega man game as much as i think we crap on a lot of things in it as we do with a lot of these sure. games uh, this is a great well mega let's man game. rank mega man 8 among our ranking list of the greatest Mega Man titles of all time that we've played for this podcast so far. Keith, I I know you know where my ranking is. Where would you rank Mega Man 8? Now, I now where I would mm. put it, I would actually maybe put it at 5th. I might put it a little bit below Mega Man like one below Mega Man 1. I feel like I could shuffle like Mega Man 8 being 4th. Yes. Maybe Mega Man One being fourth and Mega Man Eight being sure. fifth. Um, I think either one of those actually works because there's always that argument, as we've had before, of the well, if you had this one, you'd never yes, have this yes, one. Yes. You know what I mean? And and so I feel like part of me is like, well, one should kind of be before eight because it doesn't have a shitty Battletoads sequence. Mm, okay, uh, I can play through and beat it. It's classic Mega Man. It's where it all really started, though. Really, it all kind of started with Mega Man Two. Don't lie to yourself. <laughs> um, so, if it really started with Mega mm. Man Two, I think we have it. I think I think you've placed it in a good spot in our rankings. I think it's a very agreeable spot. This it, you put it below Mega Man Five, so we're okay. sure. Yeah. So uh, here here's our <laughs> rankings so far. If you're playing along at home, uh, eighth last place is Mega Man Four. Please don't at me. 
Okay, it doesn't mean Mega Man Four is a bad game. It just means of the games we played so far, Four was uh, not our favorite. <laughs> uh, yeah, always in context, yeah. guys. Most Nintendo games suck ass. All of the Mega Man games on Nintendo oh my are gosh. good, but when compared to each other, some are just not better right. than others. Mega Man Four is better than eighty-five percent of the NES library. <laughs> Yes! Oh my god, I, I could almost... You could say 90 and I'd yeah. agree with you. Uh, ranked 7th is Mega Man 6. Ranked 6th is Mega Man 7. A little confusing. Uh, I've placed Mega Man 1 in 5th, Mega Man 8 in 4th, in 3rd, Mega Man 5, our beloved Mega Man 5. Uh, Love it. Mega Man 3 in 2nd, and of course, Mega Man 2 in 1st. I don't see uh, the top 3 changing anytime soon. No, I don't. I don't think that's gonna change. Uh, if you have your rankings at Robo Duke, if you want, yeah, sure. Let me know what your rankings are, and please uh, or uh, at- uh, visit hotbloodedchallenger.club and join our community. If you're listening to this on the uh, the free feed, you can listen to this podcast uh, two months early, um, and, and you can also see the ongoing developments with our. 20 double x t-shirt design that the community is voting on which robot masters are going to be featured on that shirt and uh, i'm i'm pretty much caught up i as of this recording i had to add turbo man uh to the yeah, design nice i'm glad he got yep. in and uh who's gonna be next who knows it might be clown man it might be frost man aquaman i don't know uh but the only way you're gonna find out is if you join the club and uh, cast your vote I'm going to, not to sway anybody here, but uh, I would go for Aquaman, as I don't believe we have a water guy on there mm, yet. Good point. We got a lot of Blade and, people. Yeah, we're, we're kind of edgelording <laughs> with our t-shirt over here, which is why I'm so glad Shade Man didn't win. I don't need, yeah, we need Aquaman, guys. Vote for, hashtag vote for Aquaman. <laughs> I love his design, and I want to see how Kyle does the little bubble thing like on his head, that. his little sure. test. Sure. Yeah, I like him. I think he, I think you I think you would have a lot of fun with his design. Is the other reason? No, I appreciate that. Yes, uh, some of the guys don't leave a lot of room for expansion or reinterpretation, um, whereas like a character like Plant Man totally did, and that was totally my yeah. jazz. Where I'm like, oh no, I'm gonna draw this dude how I would draw him, and not just you know the Inufune style of these robot masters. But anyway. Uh, but I'd say that's why you're in the Hot-Blooded Challenger Club, listener, because part of you likes Kyle's style well, of art. And if you do like that style of art, I would implore you, please go check out OneRadT.com. Uh, that is where you can find my previous designs and future designs. So if you missed anything that I've done in the past, you can go to that online store and pick it up, and that would help feed my family. Yeah, you could uh you could you could start yourself a collection that rivals my Obey Cube collection, which I, I don't so know. I don't tough. think some of those teas are available no, anymore. No. So that that's gonna be Ephemeraso? Uh, Ephemeraso, there there's uh very few left. Arcado, the original, gone. Um some of the oh, variants yeah, of winners that. don't drink drugs, gone. And then uh, when we did Kickstarters in the past the only way to get certain variants were being a part of that Kickstarter. So they weren't even available at like conventions and shows and things like that. Oh yeah. Like my, uh, my green sparkly and orange winners. Don't yep. drink and uh, the gold uh, or, or 
goldenrod colored shirt of Ephemeraso, the yellow version of that shirt. Oh, I wish I don't have I'm that. I'm wearing one. it Mel right has now, that. actually. Oh, that's the one I don't. I have the purple one. I love that one. That's one of my favorite shirts. Is my purple FM. Oh, and, and if you um, have a collection of my tees and you want to be featured on the site, send me some cool pictures of yourself and the t-shirts. Uh, Kyle K Y L E at oneradt.com, and I will post them on the store for everyone to see. If you want to model the shirts, please do that. Yeah, I feel like we're speaking another language here, but but clack, you don't have in that. That clacky is available is in women's sizes i think i have like two men's mm. sizes left and they're probably like 3xl and just you know, like just oddball sizes like that uh but i do have some yeah. uh women's cuts of that but yeah no that that one's the original that was pre arcado so i think i have one i think i have uh i think i have one you do those, you I do. think yes i do i, I have too many you bought I have too one many of those of guys. before we were podcasting together actually i know it's here in my yeah, eye probably yeah yeah, dude, we are this this has been a long, long run, and I couldn't be happier to still be on this run with you, sir. So thank you for having me along on this twenty double X adventure. Oh, and thank you for being a part of it. And thank you, listener, uh, for listening. We hope that this podcast brought you a little bit of joy, a little bit of entertainment uh, in these trying times, and we look forward to talking at you again real soon for keith the robo duke i'm kyle von kubik and next month we'll be covering mega man 9 get equipped hashtag vote for aquaman wait that's on the fucking playstation 3 (laughs) (laughs) looks like nintendo on the playstation 3 oh for me it's on xbox that's where i played it yeah and then i don't know red ringed or some shit and lost it so Uh, Microsoft again, back to the beginning of the show. (laughs) All right. I think that was good.